0: And I'm going to talk to you on warfare in your economy. In other words, I'm going to teach you not only a teaching a message of a principle, but also how to warfare with your prophecies, with the word, and how to fight in the realm of your finances. I want to hear a big amen. Amen. Okay, you just saw and heard the testimonies. Okay, that's the proof that what we preach is the truth. I didn't hear you. That's the truth that what I preach is, 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 is for sure. So what I'm saying to you is, is the truth. Because if I preach anything today, you go to many wealth seminars. Somebody that had a principle or somebody that had a formula, a method or something. And thousands of people. Can, can, guys, I'm preaching, please. Thousands of people are coming into those seminars. And at the end, only the person that had what? That little thing that he teaches is the one that prosper. Because... Something like that. Only work for a person. In other words. If, if you go to this seminars because they're natural <laughs> seminars. The Bible says. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. I am giving you power. It didn't say I'm going to give you a, a motivational seminar. It's the power. That make you prosper it makes you prosper but my, my topic today is not that it's the war and finances there's two and i want you to see you see uh the, the united states debt i want you to i want to introduce to you how what is the debt and what is your part in it somebody said, i don't have any debt let's let's go over here u.s debt now trillion. US debt 2020, 23.9 trillion. Average debt per person, $64,000. Average debt per American household, 168,000. Americans are in debt 80%. We have, we are 300 million Americans, and 80 percent of those 300 million are indebted. What are you saying? Mortgages, only in mortgages, the debt is 14.9 trillion. 4.75 fixed year loan. 4.2. That's not what I wanted to do, according to United States Department of Treasury. Now, this is not my number. Now, how do we deal with that when it comes to church? Just to give you an example. If I had been paying for the interest for this building. I would be still paying it. And I was supposed to pay $75,000 per month just in interest. But by the grace of our Lord Jesus... And his provision, we build this building, now it's only $40 million, and we don't owe anything. That is good stewardship. We believe God, he will supply that money. Now, there are ministries that they're still paying their interest. And as a result, that's the plan of the enemy. He doesn't want you to give into another kingdom. So you know you're dead. So you already have a debt of $64,000. That's your debt. Every American. Average. So in other words. The moment you came to this earth. You were born in spirit of debt. Because the Bible says the wages of sin are dead. The wages of sin. In other words, there's a a wages. There's a payment for sin. You came into this earth indebted. And what do we do when we come to Christ? This issue is in the church. But we don't say it today because the members of the church leave. They don't want to hear about money. Because they think they thinking. Every time this pastor talks about money, what he wants is to raise money. But in our case... We've been here for almost 30 years, and you see the integrity of this ministry for so many years. We see what you told us to do, we ask you to do. You sowed into it, and you see what happened. Last year, just numbers for you to see, Paola put the, 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 the images. We saw over 1.6 million souls came to Christ with your money. You don't help me. Over 1.6 million people received Jesus. And how do you know that? Well, in the Crusades, in Africa, Asia, Latin America, we just came back from Bolivia. And we had 350,000 souls came into the kingdom. Can you put your hand together and rejoice? So you tell me, Which ministry is investing your money properly? Somebody said, yeah, I see somebody doing like orphanages and social help. I agree and I believe in social help. We do that. But you always invest in something that has eternal value. If I reach a soul from, from Bolivia, that's the encounter. Half a million people. If I reach a soul that is going to hell. With your money, and I take him out of that kingdom to the kingdom of God that has eternal value. You need to shout, I am indignant against the spirit of religion this morning. Touch your neighbor and tell him, I am indignant. No, no, I can't hear you. You see how many people got healed thousands of people that. Man over there is a deaf and mute from birth. He never spoke. He never never heard any word. And I can tell you testimonies after testimonies. But listen to me. Are you with me? I didn't hear you. Are you with me? Okay, let me mention something to you. There are key aspects of this war with your finances. And I want you to write them down. Because we have to locate where the warfare is in. We have to know who we are. Are we fighting against? Is it physical warfare? Is it spiritual warfare? Is it economical warfare? The plan of the enemy... Is to contain you. Because he he wants you to keep paying interest. In your credit card. That way you will not. I just mentioned because you're not in the spirit. You never see when I do this. Okay listen to me. When I say something to you. The enemy. See how much interest we pay in. For credit cards. And let me mention something to you. This economical warfare. It's taking place even now between countries, tariffs. You see that economical warfare because a lot of countries want to take advantage of the other country. So if we learn and we see what are we doing now in the realm of the economy, look at me, please. This war, who is against? Where are the spirit involved in your economy? Listen to this. If you have a saving of two thousand dollars, and the enemy will try to steal that saving because the unbeliever trust and security. Look at me, and security is in his saving. Our trust and security is not in our saving. is in what we give. And is in our God. Put your hand together. Give big a big praise. What is the plan of the enemy? Continue. He wants to stop you. He doesn't want you to sow into another economy. He wants to stop you from you to prosper. So he wants you to be in debt, indebted. He doesn't want you to have a business, he doesn't want you to and I can mention so many things, but this is your thing. Why is the purpose of this war in your economics? The purpose is, whoever has the money makes the rule. You're not comprehending? Whoever has the seat, empty seat, ushers. Three times. Look at me. Whoever has whoever has the money makes the rules. Here you don't want. Okay, over here. Whoever has the money makes the rule. So the enemy wants to have the money, even your money. Because he wants to put your rule. Let me give you an example. Your credit is 6.1. The bank says because the credit is so bad. Your interest will be. Not the normal. 4.75 is going to be 6.1. He's making money out of your credit. See how the enemy. So that interest money you pay in. The enemy see, see, says. Well that money cannot be. sown into the kingdom. Comprende? Say it with me. I comprende. Okay. Write this second thing down. This what I'm teaching you. You're not going to hear it. In wealth seminars. You're not going to hear it. In universities. Secular universities. You will hear it. From the revelation of God. From God directly. All wars in history had been over three things. Territories, wealth, and resources. All wars have been over against wealth, resources, and territories. Can I hear an amen on that? So what the enemy does... The enemy start... How did the enemy... I want, I want to open your eyes to see... There is a person behind the war in your finances. I didn't hear me. There is a person without body... Behind that war that you have in your finances. If you notice... If you notice, the warfare that you have almost every single day is in your finances. It's not your health. It's not an oppression. It's not deliverance. It's your finances. When the enemy brings a sickness into your body, he wants you to spend your saving. In other words, what is it behind that sickness is finances. Finances. Because the enemy start to lay down in a person, look at me, in a person, in, in a business, in a nation, in a country. He start laying down what I called a stronghold. The enemy established a strongholds on resources, wealth, and territory. He wants to establish. He already established. A stronghold in your finances. What's the purpose? To continue. If I tell you today. How many of you have taken vacation. You will see how many will say. I do not have the money. That tells you. When mammon tells you what to do. And not what to do. That tells you. There's a stronghold. Can you put your hand together? No kingdom can stand without stronghold. And what is a stronghold? A stronghold is a place where something operates from. We call it in the natural a headquarters. That's where the enemy operates from. He doesn't do anything in your finances unless he has a stronghold. And the last stronghold of the enemy is the finances, wealth, resources. In other words, that's why he fights with his teeth. He fights it and he fights it because he knows. But the church is destroying that stronghold. Can I hear an amen? In the beginning, the warfare for finances is fierce and is easy to get a physical healing than to get a financial breakthrough. (laughs) When that stronghold is removed, acceleration in the natural comes. Question Are you tired? of the wicked having the wealth <laughs> I go like this yes there's so many people spending their wealth in pornography alcohol drugs and you and me we needed to support the kingdom i can i couldn't hear you Are you tired? I said, are you tired? The wicked's having your money. So if you're tired, (laughs) you must be prepared for war. What did I say in the beginning? All wars have been over what? Say it. Wealth. Resources, and what else? And territories. Now, let's locate where are the enemies. Who are they? Who are we fighting every day? If you're not a spiritual, if I'm not a spiritual, I will not be able to discern what are we fighting, what am I fighting against. So you will not be able to hit it hard. What are those enemies in the area of wealth and finances that you are fighting every day? Number one, the Antichrist Spirit. The Antichrist Spirit, listen to this, is the one that opposes, denies, and replaces Jesus and the cross. And the right of the just to prosper. You have a right that Jesus earned on the cross. So this spirit called Antichrist. The word Antichrist means the one that opposes against Christ. And whatever Jesus did on the cross. Can I hear a big amen on that? Amen. First John chapter 2 verse 18. The spirit of Antichrist is a spirit, a mentality, a government, and a person. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that the Antichrist shall come. That is the person of the Antichrist. That is the great tribulation. But even now, there are many Antichrists. That's the spirit. Of the Antichrist, whereby we know that is the last time. So we know with the Antichrist is here. What is he doing? The Antichrist spirit, I said, is a spirit, a mentality. Say it with me spirit, spirit. Mentality, mentality, a government, government, and a person. Say it louder. Spirit. No, but you need to. I'm going to finish the message. <laughs> okay. The spirit of Antichrist opposes the church having wealth, resources, prosperity. And that's why he developed that stronghold. How does he do it? Let me mention something to you. Until the people of God sees there is a demon behind poverty debt recession <laughs> they will cooperate with him put your hands together come on how do you cooperate with him this spirit wants you to get in debt you go to a dealership you need a car and they offer you a brand new car and they say without down payment I can give it to you. That's why when some people testify, a car was given to me, no down payment, a very low interest, uh, and, and, and I said, well, for how many years? See, you're cooperating with the Spirit. Is that bad to get in debt a short term? No, I have done it, but I pay it quickly. My credit is not the best, not because I don't pay, because it, I don't have no debt. And in this country, if you have a lot of debt, your credit is the best. And people, people, people rejoice in their credit. My credit is 8.5%. I praise Jesus. Yeah, but you're up to here. That's the reason you have high credit credit score what's the point the point is yes we're gonna get in debt at short term if you have a house if you finance your house let's believe for god to pay you off your house but you cannot cooperate until you see a demon behind it unless if it is not a spiritual person in america they don't believe in demons they they counsel them they don't see any demons jesus said this is the spirit of sickness upon this woman Today, we don't believe in that. Because we do natural. We don't see anything in spiritual. As a matter of fact, if you're spiritual, you're stupid. That's what, when the media, when somebody says spiritual thing, the Bible is clear. The Bible is clear. The Bible says, the natural man cannot understand the spiritual things. Do you expect somebody to understand? One of these days, one of my uh, daughters went to the accountant. And the accountant to fill up her income taxes. And the accountant said to her, Oh, you come from King Jesus' ministry, right? <laughs> they ask a lot of money. That stupid head. He's natural man. He doesn't understand that your access, I need them, your access into another economy is your tithe and offerings. They don't understand. They don't understand that what you have and what you have now is because you sow into the kingdom. Because we live in a generation that is selfish. Everything is about money. You go to that church, oh my God, a church. So you know what my daughter did and my son, they said, okay, you lost the business, Bye. You don't convince those people. If they see you prospering, they will say, what are you stealing it from? They don't understand you live in another economy. Your economy is supernatural. You want to tell you how this economy is supernatural? Our ministry, there's ministers in America, they... Their income is 5, 10, 20 times our income. And we're doing more with less. I don't think any minister in America has won 1.5 million souls a year. And let me, let me, let me break down something else here. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me cast down a stronghold in your mind. This is what we teach in America. The majority of preachers teach principles. Which is good. I do teach principles. But the principle is to prosper the head. Not to empower the people. you heard those testimonies I empower my people to prosper I got young people here they didn't have the money for the school and I got from my own money and I pay in the school I empower my people you don't believe it I empower my people there's so many people here they never had their own house now the house owners. Many people here. That somebody said to me one day. Oh, he said, "Oh, pastor, I can't prosper. I don't have no papers." And I say, "Wait a minute. Do not limit God to your papers." I said, "What do you mean?" He goes. I said, "I got one of my sons. He has 19 employees, and he sells two million dollars a year." I empower my people. Come on, sell somebody. I don't bring you here to get your money. I am here to empower you. You must have your business. You must have your your children need to go to the best universities. Oh, Jesus. Okay, don't don't get me started because I'm 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 gonna go and fire here <laughs> until you see. A demon behind your debt. You will keep charging your credit card. Tonight. I will speak to you how to get out of debt. If you Guys can you stop please. Let me mention something to you. Tonight. Because it's. Empowering the people is teaching the people how to come out of debt. I am I don't have no personal debt personally. Church ministry we don't have. We have little ones and we pay it quickly. What are you saying? What I'm saying to you is I need to preach what I I need to live what I preach. So I don't have it. And the devil is upset. Because what is upon the head. Runs to the body. Touch an neighbor and tell the spirit of debt is coming down. Poaching. God's original plan is for you and me to live independently of the world system. The world system use your money to bring you into debt. So the Antichrist spirit, let me mention something to you. Say it with me, Antichrist. Antichrist. So this Antichrist spirit comes with some other spirit. Spirit of debt. Spirit of recession. Spirit of poverty. And listen to this. Where are the lies or what are the lies behind the Antichrist spirit? What are the lies? The, how is he working the mind in the church? How is it? Let me mention something to you. And look everybody. I want everybody awake. Alert. How does spirit? Demon is a person with our body. And he wants you indebted. Because the Bible says. Proverbs 22, seven. The Bible says that. Whoever. Can you put to Proverbs 22, 7? So whoever you owe to, you become slave. And if you don't believe it, right? Bible, scriptures. The Bible, inspired by God. The rich. What did I tell you? Who has the wealth, has the rules. If you have the money, you, you got the moolah. You rule. The rich rules over the poor. And the borrower is the servant to the lender. We know it, but we don't want to do anything about it. And what's the purpose? What's the purpose of of, 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 of that antichrist spirit? Why he wants you in debt? Because When the antichrist person comes. It will be easy for somebody. To put the 666. The mark of the beast. Why? Because. If somebody. You owed. And then you said. This is the way I want this contract to be done. You don't have no choice. So he wants to prepare. The. The way for the Antichrist to come. So he won. Eighty percent of the American people are in debt We declare, we decree from this atmosphere. War against debt. No, but I want you to say it. Say it. War against debt. No, no. No, no. Listen. Sit down. Whenever you see, how many of you have cast out a demon? I want to see a hand. Most of you, if you haven't done it yet, I'm going to cast it out from you first. Because in this church, we train you to do that. Okay, how many of you cast out a demon? I want to see your hands. When a demon starts manifesting in a person, are you doing this? I cast you out of the go you become indignant when you see your bills every month seven thousand dollars only in interest you have to be coming I, I can't hear you So what are the lies behind the Spirit? Okay, these are the lies. This Spirit hides behind certain lies and deceptions. Where are they? Look at me, people, and I'm finishing. Excess is not of God. Excess, abundance is not of God. Live from check, pay check to pay check to check. Because if you have abundance, it's not from God. Two, these are the lies on the people. If it sees that you have a nice car, a nice house, and you're prospering. He said, that's too much. There was a lady that came into this building when we dedicated to the Lord. I want you to listen to me. Don't book, please. And this lady was wealthy, wealthy, rich lady. She was walking like. (laughs) She came from Miami Beach. And she said to me. And she started looking around the building. And she goes. Why so much luxury in this place? Carpet and marble and 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 wow! Why? And I said, I didn't build it for you, old lady. I built it for God. God deserved the best. Touch and able to. Hey. All right, all right, listen. So, what are the lies? Mediocrity, mediocrity, listen, is of God. That's the lies behind it. Mediocrity works with the law of average just to have enough. The law of average is this. I just want to have enough. They don't think in another dimension. There is another dimension called abundance. How many of you want to go into that dimension? Mediocrity is the enemy of excellence. Tell me. Yes. What is the attack against? I need to run. What is this attack of the Antichrist? He lies on excess, mediocrity, because there's an average check by check, living day by day. You understand, we can't have too much. Well, we have to remove that mentality. That's a lie. The Antichrist's ultimate attack is against the priesthood. He lies. To the world and to the church saying that the priest, the man of God, the woman of God, the pastor, the leader, whoever the person that is a leader, Christian leader, cannot have wealth. Cannot prosper. The spirit disconnects the spiritual with God and money. He lies behind in that the church is a charity. Oh, I wish I can stay there. Drugs lords and all those basketball players and baseball players, soccer players. They have 12, 14, 50 million dollar homes and everybody applauded. And you, Christian, a businessman, have a nice car. And they said, Why? And my Lord Jesus earned that right on the cross. Can I hear an amen, people? So what they do, and this is what politics and government enter. They pass laws. that are anti-prosperity to legalize sin. What did we do in uh, Verdugo? They were trying to give help to the couples, uh, homosexuals and lesbians. They legalize sin to support something that is against God. Do you hear me what I'm saying? That's what they do. But the church doesn't do anything. There's somebody that is running for office, that man or that woman running for office. They're against family, they're pro abortion. And there's Christians. We got good candidates running for church. He said, "Can you help me?" Oh no, that's up on the devil. We don't do anything. It's about time to shake up. Yeah. What does the Spirit does? This Antichrist Spirit. I don't know if I'm going to get into the second one, but this Antichrist Spirit is against the priesthood, against the leaders, the pastors. The man of God, the woman of God, are serving for our cause, Christian cause. They want to go against them. They can't have anything. They can't have a good house. Yeah, but the basketball players just got a ball and do this. They got a house of 20 million. They don't change any lives. I'm against them? No. I'm attacking? No. I just want to tell you how the world think. Can I hear an amen, people? So this spirit of antichrist spirit. What he does is write it down. Robs people's faith. Not to give into the kingdom. Most people give what is safe. People give what they can afford. In order for you to overcome the spirit. You need to give above and beyond. Abraham could not afford to give Isaac. However, he gave Isaac as a sacrifice. And he became the fathers of many nations. Can I hear an amen, people? I say, can I hear an amen? So you see what is behind the spirit. But there's a second spirit. We need to know what are we fighting against. We're dealing every day. Every single day. I appear in the the website. Saying that I got a house, a seven million dollar house. They took a picture from West Palm Beach somewhere, and they said that's my house. They have a yacht of eight million dollars because they want to poison your head. Maybe they prophesying too. I'm gonna have it. <laughs> so this spirit is against the priest number two. The second spirit is religious spirit. This religious spirit is the signature of Satan to conform people to poverty. See what I just said. If you're a businessman, you need to write it down what I just said. The spirit of religion is the signature of Satan to conform people to poverty. Because Satan owns nothing. Let me mention something to you. The Bible calls Satan the prince of the air. He owns nothing, just air. That's why he uses media, air, to pollute the mind of the people. He owns nothing. The Bible says, Psalms 24.1. The Bible says God's is the earth. Can I p- Psalms 24 1 quickly, please? The earth is the Lord's, in the fullness thereof, the world and they indwell. Oh, jeez, put your hand together. The earth is the Lord, not the devil. Somebody say, Yeah, but the devil, yeah. What he owns, he gained it through. People's disobedience. He earned what he has is through his people's disobedience. He got access to have wealth, but he owns nothing. Only he owns what you gave him through your disobedience. Can you put your hand together? Religious spirit is the most wicked of all. Because persecute those that prosper abundantly. This is the most wicked spirit. And the purpose of this spirit is to keep you poor the rest of your life. You have to see the spirit behind your poverty. And you have to become indignant. Okay, does this spirit come from? And let me finish. Catholic Church taught this. And this is what they taught. This is the doctrine. To be poor is to be holy. Rome wanted people's money. They gave their money. Had nothing left because Rome got their money. It was Rome's ways to control their system. Can I hear an amen people? So what are the lies behind the spirit? Are you learning anything? What are the lies? Because the spirit... Hides behind lights. People don't see. If you don't see a demon behind a debt, you will keep putting in your credit card. What do you do with your credit card? I have one or two, but I already became steward of it. In other words, I make a decision if I use it or not. And somebody said, I do too. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I have dominion over my credit card. I only use this in in emergencies. And something small, not a big thing. Why? Because if you keep putting on the credit card, there's a lie behind it. Can I use credit card? Can I use? Yes, you can. But you have to make sure you pay it back. Because you don't want to get into the influence of the spirit of debt. Oh, you don't sound so excited. What are the lies behind this religious spirit? That's the second spirit. Religious spirit does does not associate God with prosperity. They believe God is without it. <laughs> he can be without without it because He created it. If God, Haggai chapter 2 verse 8. If God created wealth, the Bible says he created gold. As a matter of fact, the streets of heaven are gold. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. If it's his, why? If it's the devil, why he created it? Who's that? The gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. Put your hand together. So, to have the Spirit makes you believe and a lie into your mind. Hey, that is not God. And everybody's believing it. And can I say something to you if you say an amen? Amen. No, you didn't sound. You didn't sound like you're indignant against that. Let me say something to you very powerful you will never attract wealth prosperity abundance if you reject it i don't want i don't i don't want i don't want it hey it's not coming over you i, I don't want i don't want a new house it's not coming over you i, I don't I, I i don't want more money I, I it's not coming over you you attract what you celebrate Somebody have to shout amen. You attract what you celebrate. If you prejudice. If you prejudice against prosperity. And against abundance. And against somebody that is prosper, Listen. You will not attract it. Let me give you an example. Because you don't sound so excited. One of the pastors of the city dedicated his temple. Beautiful, nice temple. He invited me to go. And the Lord said to me. I had not built this temple yet in that time. And the Lord said to me. He said would you rejoice? I said of course Lord. He, gets, he's, he goes. Because if you do. You will attract yours to come to pass." And many of you. That you want all 1965 car. You, you, you don't want a project. You don't want, you want the Burger King, Burger Doodle uh, thing. Hey, hey, hey. You're not attracting anything. If you prejudice. Uh, check yourself. When you see somebody prospering in every way. Prosperity is not all about material thing. Okay, how many of you understand that? True wealth is about favor, resources, and money. You don't want it over here. True wealth is about favor, resources, and money. People have resources and and favor, but they don't have money. That means you don't have liquid. Your money is your liquid. So what you're waiting for is the liquid. How many of you will liquidate your assets? Now, you don't sound excited. Okay, listen. If you prejudice against abundance, excess, prosperity, it won't come after you. No, 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 no. That's the devil. Yeah. And the devil said, he believed the lie. He believed the lie. How many of you give more to the kingdom if you had more? I want to see your hands. I want to see your hands. How many of you give more to the kingdom? See, the devil knows. The devil knows that you will give more. So he said, I have to contain this guy. I have to fight to his finances. I have to fight the business. I have to fight, the je- I have to fight it. I have to fight it because there's more money coming into the other kingdom. Put your hands together, give Jesus a big praise. So what are you saying? <laughs> the ultimate the ultimate purpose of this religious spirit religion and poverty walk together every religious person every poor person is religious and every religious is poor because they walk together but listen to this and I'm finishing poverty or the ultimate purpose of religion of the religious spirit is to subjugate and enslave people to poverty that is the main purpose to subjugate and make you slave religious people never prosper because they are bound to poverty the whole concept of Christian having money is negative the most persecuted message today is the message of prosperity can I hear an amen people I say, can I hear an amen? amen. I wish I could have more time. And I finish with this number three. The spirit of poverty. Religious spirit. So you know religious spirit. religious people, they never had money. They never had anything. They never prosper. Number three, spirit of poverty. The origin of the cor- cor- curse is the fall of men. When men sinned, sickness came and poverty came curse is supernatural say it with me supernatural what is poverty write it down poverty is a habit is a mentality is a spirit is a culture is a stronghold <laughs> that's what poverty is spirit is a habit it's a culture poverty is the maximum expression of the curse poverty is a sign of a curse Debt is a sign of slavery. And lack is a sign of bad stewardship. I'm going to say it again. Poverty is a sign of a curse. Debt is a sign of a slavery. Because when you borrow money, you become a slave who you borrow from. Number two, and lack is a sign of bad stewardship. Can I say something here? There are many believers... That God has supply. In excess. But they're bad stewards. And they complain. Why? I don't have the breakthrough. The thing is. If you not correct your stewardship. That excess will not come. That is a sign of. Bad. When you're lacking all the time. It's not a spirit. When there's something lacking. You're lacking if it's at home. Your business is something lacking. Check if it's bad stewardship. There's a sign of curse. But can I mention something to you? Curse is different because it's a spirit. How do you do that? How do you know that? There's a, sh- there's a hand. The moment you will do a contract, that hand take away that contract. It, when it's a spirit, you will never move from what you are. When it's lack, you prosper. Little here, little there. But when it's a spirit, it will stop you. Can I hear an amen, people? Poor men always look for an excuse to remain poor. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Poor man, Were you poor? Yes, I was poor. How many of you can say God took me out of poverty I, I want to see your hands. I want to see your hands. God took you out for property. Or somebody you own or you inherited billions of dollars. I want to see the billionaires. That's why your economy is supernatural. Businessmen, is your business supernatural? Because when, when, when you're saying your business is supernatural, you're saying God is in it. Our economy is Supernatural. With the depend of God. He's our source. Can I say something? Are you learning anything? I said, are you learning anything? What are the spirits that are fighting every day against your finances, your business? And that's why you said, I, I brought all my businessmen. And, and we, God said, raise up uh, the end time investors for cap, to finance cap. And everybody had been giving toward cap. And, and, and some, the moment they gave, they got a, they got a, a strong warfare say oh what happened what happened don't get surprised the enemy will come against you because he knows you give him into another kingdom but if you keep giving praying and fasting you can I say something let me I, I need the musicians ready and I want to finish with this what are the three spirits that you that are you fighting and I'm fighting every single day? And finances, family. I want to see it. Number one. You forgot. Say it. See, the enemy doesn't want you to say it. He wants to put your arthritis in your mouth. Death. Say it. Antichrist spirit. What else? Poverty. What else? Religious spirit. Spirit of death. Say death religion and poverty say today today i cast them down i cast it out any spear of death, death. say with me i have war i war against death death is not my inheritance death. Has been paid for. Been paid. Jesus, Jesus. Broke, broke the power of debt on the cross. Oh, Put your hand together. Give Jesus a big praise. Oh, Jesus. Now, this is the last one, and I finish. Oh, 1110 is so late. Can I say something powerful? This is the God the religion and poverty presents to the world. They said. Is not material God. The streets of, of gold in heaven are gold. He created silver, diamonds, gold, oil on the earth, resources for men. But they say that's not God. That's the devil. But let me describe to you for you to rejoice. And the God you serve, there were behind the lies behind all those spirit, telling you if you're in debt, you're good. Your credit is good. I, prefer, I I choose to have bad credit, and I'm saying, I'm paying my bills, but I'm saying, if you put me to choose, I choose to have a bad credit but owe nothing. Oh. Because I am not under the power of debt. If you have any debt, you need to go war, do war against it. Say I'm gonna make a plan to pay my debt in the next five years. Negotiate your debt. Go and call the people. Say I owe ten thousand. I'm gonna give you three thousand now. You are dealing with a spirit? Can I hear an amen? Let me describe to this God. How can we describe God? The what the people said is El Puro, not El Shaddai, but El Puro. Touch your neighbor and tell her, I'm I'm not serving El Puro. I am serving El Shaddai. What El Shaddai means? More than enough. More than enough. He will supply your family, he will supply your business. Things are coming now. Suddenly, they are coming now. Somebody needs to take your territory. Somebody needs to take your resources. Somebody needs to say, Yes. And you write this down. I'm finishing. I know there are 5,000 people waiting outside, but I'm finishing. How can we describe this God? I want you to see if it looks like El Puro. When you see the eagle, we see that God is above and beyond all things. You, you sound like you sound like, like, like Santa Barbara, you know like, OK, this is the poor God that the world says. You can't have this, you can't have this, you can't have this. What they don't know is Jesus, pay for your prosperity. Hey, let me describe him. Whenever you see the eagle, what do you see? The God is a paw. And beyond the storms of life. God is above and beyond sickness, diseases. God is above and beyond poverty. Oh, shout amen. Help, 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 Judy, help. Help. Two, True. Are you ready? Are you ready? I need, are you ready? When you look at the stars, what do you see? I can't count them. We know that is infinity. God is infinite. He's limitless. When you see the star, you can't count them. You know he's a mathematician. And that's what the people said he's a plural. Three, when you see the lion, we see that God rules and reigns. When we see the lion, somebody had to roar. Roar to death. Roar to religious spirit. Roar. You need to get up. You're not going to die with death. You're not going to leave your children dead. You're going to pay your debt. Oh, San Rajon. Touch your name and tell him, whenever you see the eagle, whenever you see the star, when you see the lion, he sees that he's what? Ruled. He's fierce. oh this is powerful this is powerful when you see a lion you see God is fierce somebody say ah if you go into through circumstances in life You need to roar If you go facing crisis Roar If you're getting divorced If you're getting something hard Now you don't understand You need to roar you created in the image and likeness of God He, when you see the star You see that He's limitless When you see the star You see that it's infinite Infinity Oh, Rassada Okay Do you have it ready? Okay, this is powerful. When you see poverty, you don't see God. No, you didn't get it, guys. When you see poverty, where do you see God? I said, when you see poverty, where is God? God is not in it. No, I finished. You didn't rejoice so much. Got it. When you see There's nothing good in religion. There is nothing good. Oh, my God. I wish I can hear an audience that that get up and rise up in God. Shout. Shout. Your God is a God of abundance. Nothing. You will lack nothing. You will lack nothing. Your God is a God that will provide. Joy, El Shaddai, not El Puro. The Lord spoke to me. The Lord spoke to me. The Lord said, With this message, I will change the economy of King Jesus' ministry. In your tithe and offering today, you need to write the shifting and the changing of my economy. Ask for an envelope. If you have not given the cap vow... This is the moment for you to give it. Do not forget, even those that are watching by the internet, those that are watching by television, quickly, ask for an envelope. Ask for an envelope. Ask for an envelope. You have to become indignant. You have to believe what I'm preaching. I am empowering you. Tonight, I will tell you how to come out of debt. Ask for an envelope. Ask for an envelope. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Ask for an envelope. Ask for an envelope. If you have an empowered those that are watching by the internet, those that are watching you, mentors, houses of peace, leaders, guys, your economy depends not on your saving. Depend on your giving and on God. If you don't give God and honor God, that economy is not supernatural. God will do supernatural things in your economy when you honor God with your tithe and offering. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I want Houses of Peace mentors and leaders come up. If you're watching me by the internet, there is a new economy God is releasing upon those you that are watching. And new economy, a new economy. With this revelation, there's so many that have been struggling, fighting in your finances. This is the moment to give to God. Do not suppress the spirit of giving. The lies of the spirit of religion is this. Do not give it. They're gonna rob the money. They're not gonna do anything with your money. Always give to eternal things. As you saw on the screen, millions of people, souls are coming into the kingdom through this ministry. We do the social help. We help because we believe in showing. And if you're watching now, you need to act on it. You need to become indignant. You need to have a, a, a vow against your debt. I have people that have $300,000, and they said, I'm going to vow 30000 Those people that said, I'm going to have a vow of 5000 I have a debt of 2000 Vow for the amount that you owe. Vow the tithe of the amount that you owe. And you will see, God, I have seen hundreds of testimonies in this ministry that were free. God canceled the debt supernatural, whatever country, whatever place if you 're watching me in your hotel room, act now because God has opened that window for you to enter on it. Enter on it, whatever place you are, you need to become indignant i 'm not going to get in debt anymore i 'm going to come out of debt, and everybody you start sowing, changing your economy. God is changing new economies in this ministry. The Lord said to me this morning there 's new economy coming. Because you're breaking the stronghold of religion and poverty and debt. Do it right now. There's, there's, there's the address on the screen. You can call right now. And there you can send a check of money order. There's also you can do it through the phone. There's people waiting on the phone. They're going to do it for you. There's a phone. There's a phone number. Also, you can do it yourself. You can take two minutes. Fill it out on the credit card. He said, I'm going to show into the kingdom. I'm going to sow against my debts. I'm going to soar against my debts. Oh, Jesus. People, you know what I've seen? A lot of people gave against their debt. If their debt was 10000 they said, God, I'm going to make a vow of $1,000. And they did. I have seen hundreds. Not, 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 not just two. Hundreds. God supernaturally canceled their debts. You you don't sound so excited. Can I say something to you? Last Sunday there was a couple. They owed four hundred and thirty thousand dollars in their home. They came to testify. She so toward the debt. They came here. One year later, the bank called. They said, "We don't know why, but your house I paid off. It's paid off." We've seen it. Student loans being paid, but you need to go against it. That's what the lie of the spirit of religion saying to you, no, no, no. If you can't, that would be the last for you. The lies is, no, you can't give. It's too much, and you need to go hard against that spirit. Can I hear an amen? Bring you envelope, please. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe for the supernatural economy. I want you to lift your hands. God has spoke to me. If you believe, say amen, people. I don't preach here because I just want to preach. them. So I didn't have nothing to preach. I can preach so many things, but the Lord said to me, "There's a new economy I am releasing in King Jesus' ministry. All every family, pray in tongue. Every family of King Jesus' ministry. Every person that is watching, but through the internet. Uh, uh, every investor, end time investor. Every." a partner. Every person that gives into this ministry, I decree, I I need your praying. I decree, pray, open your mouth. Don't let the spirit religion steal your blessing. Don't let the spirit of telling you a lie. Father, I decree a new economy. Father, they come from the uh, enough to abundance, from enough to excess. From enough, they have gonna have excess of businesses, excess of finances, excess of joy, excess of peace, excess of health, excess of properties, excess of land, excess. I declare excess, excess of rooms in their houses. I bless your people and everybody that believe right now. I decree a new economy. One, two, three. Now! Shout, people! Shout, shout! Shout! A new economy! Shout, shout! Shout, shout, shout! Shout! Shout, shout! So, so. A new economy! Oh, you're a good city, Rabacan. Oh, you're a good city. Oh, you're a good city. Who goes to call? You need to be ready. You got five minutes. God Almighty is outside.
1: Oh,
0: Jesus. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. I just want you to believe what I just preached to you. Do you believe what I just preached to you? I want to see your hand up on a sign that you believe it. I want you to lift your hand and believe it. I am sick and tired. To see the people of God struggling, struggling to pay the bills. And I see other side of the body prospering. But for those that are still struggling, I decree there's there a new economy coming upon you. In Jesus' name.
2: Take your territory,
0: take your resources in Jesus' name. Declare. Say Amen. All right, take your seat for a moment. There's people that don't know Jesus. Tonight, I will give you the steps. How do you come out of your debt? I, want, I don't want you to miss it. That is empowerment. Because I will teach you how. And how do you know your how? Because I've seen a lot of families that I give them the advice. They did it, and they now they're debt-free. Because you need to do two things. You need to do something in the natural and something in the supernatural. You cannot... Pay your debt only, paying it if you go naturally, you will never pay it. But you have to go supernaturally. So, I want you to close your eyes, praying in the Holy Ghost, please. There's people that
2: don't know Jesus. Come on, quickly, Put
3: your eyes for just a few minutes. Any man, any woman, any young person, any family member that you're here today. And you've heard how God is changing the economy. He's setting free the finances of the people. But God wants to also set free your life. He wants to change your life jesus when he went to the cross he made available and an exchange he gave his life so that one day like this sunday that life that you have that you don't know where you will be where you will when you die the bible says that the wages of sin is death there is a payment there is a penalty that we will face the day we die if we die in sin if you're here today and you know that you're not living right before jesus you know that you're not sure that you can tell and look at at a pastor or at somebody in the eye and you can tell them I know that I know that if I die now I'll go to heaven I can say that now but one day I couldn't say that I didn't even know what to answer if that's your condition this is the morning to change that and this is the morning for you to leave this place with the assurance in your heart that when you die you open those eyes you will be in heaven with Jesus today if you're here and you say I want Jesus I want to go to heaven quickly at the count of three it doesn't matter where you're sitting there is eternal life standing before you today and jesus with his loving heart receives you and accepts you just as you are you don't have to change nothing just go to him he will receive you just like that wherever you are if you say pastor can you please pray for me yes i want to pray for you so that we can say a prayer that you will know you will be in heaven when you die when i count to three if that's you raise your hand one two three raise your hand wherever you're sitting god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you wherever you're sitting raise your hand quickly quickly god bless you i see your hand god bless you god bless you over there if you used to be a christian and you walked away from god this morning uh, that God that you walked away from is telling you return to me son daughter if you walked away from him uh, this morning wherever you're sitting uh, raise your hand also one two three and reconcile quickly raise your hand raise your hand quickly raise your hand raise your hand all those people that want to reconcile with God God bless you this is the morning to do it all those people that raised your hand uh, I want you to do one more thing for me as the church uh, starts to give a hand clap to these souls uh, stem up and come here to the front. Here in the front not at your chair at this altar is where we uh, we reconcile with God. Come come out of your chair and follow that red flag to my right hand side. Come 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 come. Come all those people that raise your hand. Come 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 out of your chair. Come come come. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Come come come. Follow that red flag right there. Come come out of your chair. Young people Come, come to Jesus. Father, mother, grandparent, this is the morning. This is the moment. It's now. It's not tomorrow. If you're alive, that's the opportunity God is giving you to receive Jesus. Come out of your chair now. Jesus is calling you right now to come. He is standing here, and he is waiting for you this morning for you to come. Come, come out of your chair. There's still a moment. The whole church, stand up. Stand up, church. Stand up, Stand up. Thank you Jesus. Come, come. If there's anyone else left? Come to the front. Jesus is here to receive you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless your people. We declare a change of economy over King Jesus ministry. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Come tonight. That burning service. Bring your contracts. Bring your mortgage. Claus, bring us any paperwork you want, uh, and come uh, ready and expecting uh, for something powerful to happen tonight. See you 6 p.m. tonight. Please exit through the right-hand side, uh, exit through the left-hand side, uh, so that all those people in the back can come in. Uh, Go ahead and exit. You can pass by our bookstore. We have the latest series of our Apostle, and it's now available there in the bookstore. You can go and grab that material. You can grab his latest book on the priesthood. Pass by. Take it if you don't have it yet. This is the moment that God wants you to take it, and you can even sow it into somebody. So go ahead. Take advantage. You can pass by our bookstore. So we want to ask you kindly. We want to thank you for being with us you can exit through the doors that are open on both sides, right and left-hand side. And we want you and to come back tonight, 6 p.m. Come with a family member. Tell them God wants to do a miracle in your finances. And tell them that tonight is going to be a special service where God will be doing miracles in the finances. So don't come alone. This is bring, in fact, bring your boss. Bring the Bring your boss who you work for, Bring business people that you know, bring them tonight to the service and tell them that tonight is a special service on finances where God will be doing miracles in the finances. So bring those business owners, bring those people that you know, that boss of yours, your business partner, come. If you have a partner in your business, don't come alone tonight bring your business partner with you so that both of you can receive the miracle for your business. So please go ahead keep exiting the doors. Y ya, bienvenido a bienvenido al servicio de las once. Se pueden comenzar a venir hacia adelante, se pueden poner en pie ya mientras el resto del grupo Sigue entrando, mientras el resto del pueblo sigue entrando ¿Por qué no se pone de pies los que ya están aquí? Póngase de pies los que ya están sentados Y el resto del pueblo sigue entrando
2: Bendiciones, buenos días, ¿cómo están? Estamos contentos de estar en la casa de Dios. Es el día que Dios te da tu rompimiento. Quiero que levanten tus manos los que están entrando. Le bendecimos en esta mañana.